Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. everybody welcome back to the wealth accelerator podcast it's hunter lowry here hope you're having a great day so far i wanted to jump in here with you guys and i've got a lot to cover right here so i'm gonna make this a two-part episode i don't want to go on too long in just one episode here but basically you know we're getting to tax time so i want to cover what do you do if you make too much money to put your money into a roth ira but you want to still have a tax-free growth on your investment account. How do you go about that? So it's a loaded question here. Again, I got a lot to cover. But before we jump into that, I had an awesome weekend this weekend. I got to go to UC Davis just down the road from our house and went and watched my younger sister play volleyball. She plays beach volleyball at the University of Arizona. So on Friday afternoon, I went down there, got to watch her and the team play. They kicked butt. They're 5-0 and or 6-0 and on the season now. I, don't, I can't even remember, but they're doing really, really well. It was super fun going to watch her play. And my parents are like the biggest sports fans for us in the whole world. When, when I played sports at school, they would go to all the games. My, my mom would show up seriously at every single game. It was almost like a running joke of all of my buddies on the team asking if my mom was going to be there so that she could take us all out to dinner. <laughs> it was pretty fun. So, you know, especially since it's my sister's last year playing right now, my parents are traveling everywhere to go watch her all over the place. I mean, they're going to San Luis Obispo this weekend and back to Arizona and all over. But normally what happens is when they go out of town to go watch my sister play sports, they'll ask me, hey, Hunter, do you mind, you know, run over to the house and feed the dogs or and feed the cat or whatever and just make sure that everything's going all right. And this is my mom's favorite trick to play on me is when I get to the house, uh, nothing is unlocked. I have to go the the front door is locked every single time. I, I got to go find some magic entrance that somehow she might have forgotten unlocked or, or find a window to crawl through or something. It's always a big mystery game. <laughs> I never know where I'm going to be able to enter the house to go get the cat food to feed every all the cats and dogs and everything. Or the best is when I have to go try to find the key somewhere hidden behind some mayonnaise or pickle jar and some refrigerator somewhere on the property. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But you know, it's a similar situation with how we have to be strategic and find some sort of a creative route in order to get your money into a tax-free investment. And there's a lot of different methods. You know, we could talk about muni bonds and some insurance plays and, and there's some other ways to do it. But what I really want to explain here in these next couple episodes is what's called a backdoor Roth IRA. And if you've never heard of this before, don't even know what an IRA or Roth is. It sounds like I'm just speaking gibberish to you. Well, don't worry. That's why I'm going to break this up into two episodes because I know it, it is a lot to cover here. 
But at the end of the day, we all want to pay as little in taxes as possible, right? I've never come across a single person that was like, yeah, Hunter, I'd like to pay more in taxes. If, if you could help me to give more of my paycheck away, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be a pretty easy job. I, I think I would have way less work to do if that were the case. But let's just start with the basics here. Let's just start with what is a Roth IRA versus a traditional IRA? Now, what these are, these are qualified accounts. These are retirement accounts. And remember, these are not the investments. You can put mostly anything that you would want inside of these investment vehicles. These are just vehicles that are moving down the road to get you to some goal, which is retirement in this case. So let's start with a traditional IRA. With your traditional IRA, money goes in pre-tax. You can use the money that you put into your traditional IRA as a tax deduction to actually lower your taxable income. So that's why it's pre-tax money. If, if you're a W-2 employee, right, you, you already paid taxes on that money before you got your paycheck. But what you do is you take that as a tax deduction in order to make it pre-tax money that goes into the account. The money within this investment vehicle, it grows tax deferred. So you're not going to pay any capital gains. You're not going to pay any tax on it until you withdraw the funds. Hopefully after you turn 59 and a half, last episode, as we talked about, if you pull it out before 59 and a half, there's all these penalties you got to pay and that's a whole different problem. The other thing with the traditional IRA is you do have to take what's called required minimum distributions once you reach the age of 70 and a half, where the government basically forces you to start pulling a portion of the money out of your traditional IRA. They don't make you pull out everything, but depending on your age, you'll have to start to draw a certain amount out of there once you reach 70 and a half. So again, money is pre-tax. You can use the money you put in as a tax deduction as long as you're not over the income limits, which we're not going to get into that, but your money grows tax deferred, cannot touch it till you're 59 and a half. You have to take out RMDs, then everything's taxed when you pull the money out. So then let's move over and talk about a Roth IRA. Exact opposite of the traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, your money goes in post-tax. It's not a tax deduction. However, within your Roth IRA, the money is going to grow tax-free. Also, you still can't touch it to your 59 and a half. You do not ever have to take out required minimum distributions. And then when you pull money out after your 59 and a half, nothing's taxed. It's 100% tax-free. It's one of the greatest investment vehicles out there. I absolutely love it. So obviously, the Roth IRA is a much better option. So why wouldn't everybody just use a Roth IRA? If it's that much better than a traditional, shouldn't everybody run and open up a Roth IRA? Well, yes, but the problem is, some people make too much money and they're not allowed to take advantage of the Roth IRA. There's income limitations on it. So just for conversation's sake, I'll, I'll let you know the numbers here. For single filers, if you make under $125,000, then you can put the full $6,000 a year into the Roth IRA. If you're married filing joint, um, as long as you make less than $198,000 a year, then you could put the full $6,000 in. Now, if you're filing single, and you make more than $140,000 a year, or you're married filing joint, and you make more than $208,000 a year, you cannot put money into a Roth IRA. So there's our problem. For people that are making too much money, but they want that tax-free investment, there's an issue here. There are income limitations on the traditional IRA as well, but those income limitations only stop you from being able to take the tax deduction. Anybody can put money into a traditional IRA, but if you make too much, you cannot make that deduction, which those numbers, we're not gonna worry about that right now, but I just want you to remember that statement. So at the end of the day, it's basically this simple. If you have a Roth IRA, and let's say that 
over your lifetime, you put in $100,000 into this Roth IRA. And once you turn 60 years old, you want to pull the money out and you have $400,000 in your account. With that Roth IRA, when you pull your funds out, you're going to have $400,000 that you can take 100% tax-free, no issues. Now, if you have a traditional IRA, and the same story, you've put in $100,000 into it and it's grown to be $400,000 and you're 60 years old and you want to start taking the funds out. Well, if you took out the full $400,000, you would have to pay taxes on that full amount. Okay, so that's a good amount of information to start with there. Hopefully you have a pretty good understanding now of what the differences are between the Roth IRA and the traditional IRA, but I'm gonna stop there. Uh, make sure to tune into the next episode because I'm gonna explain to you how we can utilize the backdoor Roth strategy in order to help high income earners put money into a tax-free investment vehicle. And guys, if you have any questions along the way, wanna talk about this backdoor Roth strategy, strategy that I'm gonna be talking about here, wanna talk about your goals, wanna talk about how that fits with your personal portfolio, then make sure to head over to my website at hunterlowry.com. You can schedule a call with me right there and I would love to help you out. Thanks guys and be on the lookout for that next episode. Hope you have a great rest of your day everybody.